All right, church, good morning. A couple of announcements just real, real quickly. Number one, we want to say happy Mother's Day. To all of our moms that are out there this morning, we want to uh, wish you the very best Mother's Day. Uh, hope and, and pray that, um, that you guys enjoyed the, the cards and, uh, and the flower that was sent out Friday night. Uh, and let me just say what a blessing that was to us that got to deliver those to you. Uh, just a, a little small token uh, of our love for you and how much we appreciate you and all that you do here at Cecilia Baptist and all that you do for at home and for uh, your families. Uh, another announcement real quick. Uh, we have got some great news uh, concerning our reopening. And so we're looking closer and closer each and every day to that. And so we will have a deacons meeting uh, tomorrow night, and we will be discussing our reopening uh, phase. And uh, it's just exciting to know that we are just days, uh, just maybe a few weeks away from getting back into church with each other. And, and, and we realize, hey, you know, the church doesn't have any boundaries. The church doesn't have walls, and, and we can worship together uh, virtually, and we can be at home. But let me tell you real quickly, God made us to worship together. Amen? And I really feel like that God is going to do something special when we can all get back to church. I really, really, truly feel like that, that maybe that God is going to sweep a revival through this country, and we are going to see God uh, be so active and do some amazing things in our lives. Because honestly, I think people are missing church. I think people have been touched through some of the, the services and the devotions that they've been listening to, and God is working. And we may not see it right now at this very moment in here with the, with the seven or eight people that are with us this morning, but I'm telling you, when we get back, I think people are going to be so thankful that they get to come back to church. It's a privilege to come to church, amen? It is a, it, it's something that you don't have to do, but it's something that you get to do. And so I am excited about that, to get to see you again, to be in church again, and, and, and just for us to see what God uh, is going to do through all of this. And so I pray that you have your Bible handy with you this morning. Uh, we're going to go uh, Old Testament, and, and we're going to go to the book of Proverbs. Chapter 31 is where our scripture is going to come from. Chapter 31, and we're going to look at verses 25 through 30 this morning. Verses 25 through 30. Uh, is, and the title of the sermon this morning uh, is called Mothers of Faith. And so Proverbs 25 or I'm sorry, Proverbs 31, verses 25 through 30 is where we're going to be. You know, I think all of us probably uh, have a lot of stories to share about the ways our moms have probably impacted our lives. Um, moms teach us a lot through life. Amen? Uh, here's some funny things. You know, mothers teach us about logic. If you fall out of that tree and break your neck, don't come crying to me. Mothers teach us about maturity. Eat your vegetables or you'll never what? You'll never grow up. Mothers teach us about religion. You better pray that comes out of the carpet. Uh, mothers teach us about contradictions. Shut your mouth and eat your dinner. Mothers teach us about perseverance. You're going to sit there all night until you eat all of those peas. Mothers teach us about genetics. You're just like your father. Mothers teach us about the weather. It looks like a tornado has swept through your room. 
Mothers teach us about the circle of life. I brought you into this world, and I can take you out. You know, Mother's Day, it's a time of, of rejoicing. Uh, it is a time of celebration. It's a time of excitement, a time of giving. It's a time of reflection. But Mother's Day is also a time of understanding. And the older that I get, the more that I realize that mothering goes way beyond the biological aspect. You don't have to give physical birth to a child to be a child's mother. But let's not forget that mothering is also a gift from God. And through that gift, women have the opportunity to share that love with their own children and the children that God brings into their path. And so this morning, I want to give our mothers and our, our ladies in the church some scriptural guidance on the characteristics of a Christian mother, because today is the day to celebrate motherhood. And so Proverbs 31, verses 25 through 30, listen to what the Bible says. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for the beautiful day that you made. We thank you for uh, the music this morning and how it has lifted our souls. Father, we thank you for uh, the opportunity to be in your word. And, and God, as we come together, we're celebrating Mother's Day. What a time of reflection that you give us, God, and uh, talk about moms and the mothers of faith and, Lord, how they have impacted our lives and, and, Lord, how they are impacting our lives at this very moment. And, God, we, we know that Mother's Day uh, can be a difficult time as well. A lot of emotion, a lot of memories for moms that uh, have passed, Lord, and, and, and are with you at this very moment. And so, Father, I pray that you be with those heavy hearts as well uh, today. Uh, Father, our hearts are heavy for them as well. And so, God, bless this day. Uh, Lord, I, I pray that you use it to, to help strengthen our, our moms and even soon-to-be moms uh, of, of women, Lord, young ladies even within the church. And, Lord, I pray today that they know Dear God, what it is that you want for their life. And so use this, Lord, to instruct. Uh, use this, Lord, to encourage and direct. For it's in the name of Jesus we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. Now, I would say one of the things that moms uh, all have in common is that they would say that their work is never what? It's never done. I know that my wife says that quite a lot. Amen. Uh, they'll say our work is just never done. We've got so much stuff to do. We work, we come home, we, we cook, we clean, we do the laundry, we pick up stuff. So it reminds me of a little poem that, that I heard. It says, oh, a mother's work is, is ever done, and she doesn't have much time for play or fun. It's a struggle to get through it. Only mothers seem to do it. Yes, a mother's work is never, ever done. So we thank you, Mom, for all you say and do, and we thank you for your love, and we love you too. 
It's not often that we show it, but we want you, Mom, to know it. Mom, we thank you for your love. We love you, too. Great little poem this morning, amen, to remind us of what uh, our moms do. And so this morning, our scripture is going to give us some characteristics of a mother of faith and what she says and does, and it reminds us real quickly of the very first point this morning, that mothers of faith are filled with godly might and value. Mothers of faith, they are filled with godly might and and value. You know, the author of Proverbs says a Christian mother is clothed. Now, the word clothed, it's not referring to a, a specific brand of clothing. Uh, clothing, You know, ladies, don't get too excited here. So, we're, you know, we're not talking about Michael Kors. We're not talking about Ralph Lauren. We're not talking about Kate Spade. We're not talking about Hollister or Abercrombie & Fitch. We're not talking about Express. We're not even talking about TJ Maxx. But we're talking about what she puts on figuratively. We're basically talking about the person that she is. And there's two characteristics within this verse that really defines this very first point. One, mother of faith, the Bible says here in the scripture, is clothed in strength. Now the word strength here in the Hebrew, it, it isn't really referring to a physical strength, but it's really referring to a faith-filled woman being strong-minded personally being strong-minded in her social, what she does in her social life, and spiritually because of her relationship with God. You know, Exodus 15, 2, the Bible says, The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise Him. You know, when a, when a woman comes to know Jesus Christ as her personal Savior, God begins to equip that lady, no matter the age, to not only to know Jesus, but to grow in Jesus. And when God is our strength, uh, His ways, you know, they direct us personally. We, we change inside. You know, you, you think about the change that happens. Well, how do we change inside? Well, the Bible tells us we become a new creation. The Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit lives with inside of us. And then when God is our strength, His ways, they also direct us socially. The things that we participate in, the things that we're involved in, how we hold ourselves, whether if it's in public, if it's on the Internet, if it's on Facebook. Think about that, right? When God is our, our strength, he, he, His ways also direct us spiritually. You know, uh, Susanna Wesley, mother of John Wesley, spent one hour each day praying for her 17 children. Think about that. In addition, she took each child aside for a full hour every week to talk about spiritual matters. And so no wonder two of her sons, Charles and John, were used of God to bring blessing to all of England and much of America. And verse 25 also reminds us that a mother of faith, she's clothed in dignity. Dignity. You know, the dignity part of this verse, it refers to honor. That's what we're talking about. A mother is to honor her family and strength and her action and her desires and her God. Because a Christian woman is, is clothed in strength and dignity, it defines her. 
It gives her definition. It brings her praise. And because of these things, she smiles at her future. Why? Because she knows that her future is in the hands of God. That's how we smile at our future. It's not based off wealth. It's not based off that type of security. It's based off that relationship that we have with Jesus because we know that Jesus says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And so we can smile. Moms of faith can smile because they know that no matter what comes their way, that their way is secured in Jesus. They know that. And then secondly, mothers of faith are filled with godly speech and direction. In verse 26, it shows us this. You know, mothers have a way of, of knowing their children better than anyone. And it's almost uncanny how moms use their superpower known as, uh, <coughs> excuse me, as motherly intuition. They, they can sniff out danger. They can sniff out white lies. You're not getting away with it, guys. And emotional highs and emotional lows from their children. They've got a way of always knowing that there's something going on in their child's life. And God has just blessed them with that. And the Bible tells us in the book of James, chapter 3, verse 5, Likewise, the tongue, it's a small part of the body, but it makes great boast. You know, some people may believe that their words are not important. But the author of Proverbs reminds us that a mother of faith, that she speaks with wisdom. She speaks with wisdom. And part of the wisdom uh, that we know, the Scripture is pointing, is teaching that our children and others about the Lord. And see, children, they need that spiritual leader in their homes. And I've heard moms say, well, that's for the father, that's for dad. But moms, you're also a leader in your home as well. And your children, they need to hear godly wisdom from their mothers as well as from their fathers. They need to know that you're praying for them. They need to know that you're in your Bible. They need to see your Bible. They need to see it. They need to know that you're a participant in the church. They need to hear biblical wisdom to help direct and to steer their lives. And then the second part of this verse reminds us the mother of faith speaks words of kindness. Now the NIV it uses the word faithful, but the meaning of the word ultimately deals with a person's zeal toward others, their love toward others and their mercy toward others. But let me emphasize something this morning. Kindness is learned. Amen? Kindness is learned. I've seen children who are abusive. I have seen children who talk like sailors. I've seen children that kindness has skipped their learning curve. But I also know this, that kindness begins in the home. That's where it begins. The majority of children who are kind, they have learned these traits from a mother or a parental figure that speaks words of wisdom and has kindness on their tongues. You know, that big movement started about a year, two years ago with the signs in the yard that says, just be what? Just be kind. 
you know, mothers of faith, they know this. That words of kindness has a way of stimulating people in a positive form. And that's what God is talking about here in these verses this morning. Of how moms, they had that wisdom, they had that kindness. Mothers of faith that seemed to just flow from their tongues. The author also reminds us of number three, that mothers of faith are filled with godly insight over their home. They're filled with godly insight over their home. Verse 27 talks about this. The verse claims that the mother keeps a close eye on the affairs of the home. And so you guys ever notice that when you want to know where something is, who do you ask? You typically ask mom. You guys ever notice that when you, you want to know where the children are? Well, who do you normally ask? You normally ask Mom, you guys ever notice that when, when the bills are due, typically, who do you ask? You typically ask mom. You men, we ever notice that when we are looking for something, who do we go to? We go to our wife. Because they always have that ability to seem to know where everything just is. You know, mothers, they, they have a certain uncanny superpower of, of knowing and seeing just about everything that goes on in the home. And why is this? Because mothers of faith are watching over their families because they love the Lord, they love their husbands, and they love their children. And this verse, it's, it's not implying that they run their home with an iron fist. That's not what it's saying at all. But it's saying that a godly woman watches over her household with the intention of helping to run a godly home, and she is helping to teach her children godly values, and principles. You know, I can say this about my mom. My mom always taught me the value of hard work. Always taught me the value of getting up, getting dressed, and going and earning what you have. And I'm thankful for that. The Bible tells us that God didn't call us to idleness God didn't call us to laziness, but God has called us to work when it's time to work, to rest when it's time to rest, to play when it's time to play, and to worship God when it's time to worship the Lord. And then lastly, the author reminds us of number four, that mothers of faith are filled with godly blessings, reasons to be praised, and a healthy fear of the Lord. Deuteronomy 11, 18-19, the Bible says, You shall therefore impress these words of mine on your heart and on your soul, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, that they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall teach them to your sons, talking of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk along the road, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You know, because of her love, because of her strength, because of her dignity, because of what she stands for, because she has stood by her children, because she has given all that she can give, because she has taught her children the ways of the Lord. The Bible says her children will rise up and they'll bless her. And it says the husband will also praise her, saying, Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Verse 30 gives reference to charm and 
and beauty. And we know that these things can be deceitful and vain, but one thing never changes, the Bible says. A woman that fears the Lord is to be praised. See, a mother with godly characteristics who has a reverence for God has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And that love for Christ, it, it spills out. It spills out onto her family. It spills out into her church life. It spills out to her life in general, her interactions, her trust in the Lord, the way that she values her home. And when her children look at her, they see so much more than a mom, but they see a child of God. They see a mother of faith. That's what they see. You know, Mother's Day, it's a time to, it's a time to celebrate. Mother's Day, it's a, it's a time of reflection. But mothers, let me, let me ask you this. How is your relationship with the Lord? And I know that maybe this morning, that's, maybe that's the last thing that you were prepared to answer. Because this is your day, amen? This is supposed to be the day that you get pampered. This is supposed to be the day that you get the cards. This is supposed to be the day that maybe somebody makes you lunch or, or supper. This is, this is supposed to be your day that you just sit back and that you relax. But I have to ask you, though. See, the, the reason why we celebrate Mother's Day in the church, it, it, it's not that, 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 that uh, we're placing moms over Jesus, but what we're doing, we're saying because of Jesus, we get to celebrate our Christian mothers. Amen? Because of Him. And so moms, I want you to ask yourself personally, right now, I know you work hard. I know you invest a lot of your, your time and your energy into your children. But how is your relationship with God? Is your love for the Lord, is it helping direct your life? Is it, is it helping direct your family, your home? God loves you. God wants to bless you, and He wants to delight in you. And today is a mother's celebration. So are you celebrating your relationship with Jesus? Do you have that? You know, I, I know right now there, there, there's hearts that are hurting. You know, as, as, as Austin stood up here this morning, uh, we, we know that Austin lost his mom just a little couple years ago. Uh, and he does, a, he does a great job of keeping it together. But we know that being a parent is a blessing. We know these things. And we know that being a mother is difficult, especially in this day and age with the corruption, with the sinfulness that's in our society and within our cultures. So I don't want you moms... I don't, I don't want you to take the day for granted. I, I want you to be on your bended knees. And I want to encourage you 
to, to thank God for your, your child or your, your children. I want you to thank God if, if you're living and you're breathing, God has given you another day. And moms, maybe you're watching and, and your relationship isn't where it needs to be with your, with your kids. You know, that can change too, amen? That can change. And for some of you moms, you know, maybe it starts with a renewal. Maybe it starts with you giving your life to Jesus. And the Bible says if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, then you'll be saved. You can have that today. Or maybe there's some of you moms, you're, you've already been saved, but maybe you have just kind of fallen fallen off track. And your relationship with Jesus is just not where it needs to be. Your children need to see Jesus in you. You should be the one that is setting that example for them, not them that's setting the example for you. Amen? They need to see Jesus in you, in your life, in your actions, the words that come out of your mouth, the way that you love God, the way that you love your, your family, the way that you value your home, and the things that you do in this life. I pray that you have that relationship today. I pray that Jesus is your Savior. I pray that you're leaving, leading a Christian uh, home with those values and those principles. And to be thankful that God has blessed you, to be thankful of all the things that God, God has given you. Will you pray with me? Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all of our mothers that are here and that have gone. And Lord, I pray today that uh, you would strengthen all of our moms. Lord, just, just love on them and squeeze on them and encourage them, God. And Lord, let them know if they're struggling spiritually that today could be that day that, that they come back to you. Today could be that day that you give them new life and salvation. Father, we thank you for all that you've done. Lord, let us never take being a parent for granted. Work in this time of invitation. And Father, as moms and watching this this morning with maybe their spouse and their children, or maybe they're alone, Father, what a great time to, to get down and to pray. Just to thank you for all that you've done and all that you continue to do. For it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.